This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's Hour 3 G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a terrific day. Sorry about that Martin Short take. Boy, you you talk about an unpopular opinion. That was the topic of LA Live a couple of nights back. And apparently that was another one. Yeah, I'm just I'm just giving my honest opinion. No, you and, can do it, man. Just, you can have a stream of conscious of just bad, awful opinions. And <laughs> that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> really run it up. There's going to be at least one person that agrees with you on this. It's a talent, fam. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Thank you. And cilantro is a vegetable. Uh, I googled that. So. Thank you. I was <laughs> wondering if maybe it was an herb or a spice or uh, something. I wouldn't you, get credit for that. I just want to, want to load up on uh, cilantro burritos. Apparently, <laughs> it's time now for Tim Cato to join us award-winning content for the Dallas Mavericks. You can read his stuff at The Athletic. And, of course, uh, he does have the only Mavericks podcast as Tim Cato joins you now here in the G-Back Nation. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing great. It sounds like you guys need some good takes. I can That's deliver. Right. Yes. Thank you for saving you on, me. Save us. It's, it's like you're, you're a good take life uh, uh, raft, and I appreciate it here at a time like this. We're thinking championship here, Tim. What do you say? Well, that's that's a take. That's a take. Um, This team has a ceiling. This team has a higher ceiling um, that I don't think that they've fully shown exactly how high it is and exactly how far they can go. Look, I think when you have Luka Doncic and I think when you have a co-star for him and I think when you put a bunch of good players around him, your ceiling's pretty high. I don't know if it's championship high. That might be a touch ahead of ourselves. That might be a touch reactionary to a seven-game winning streak that – Admittedly, did feature some wins against teams that are not so good. Um, certainly Thursday night, last night uh, against the uh, against Phoenix, that was a statement win. Um, I think this team's ceiling is very high, and I, I don't. I just think it's a little too early. It's you know, there's no need to worry about. Oh, is this quite championship level yet? They're going to show us one way or the you know one way or another in the in the next well, few they're, weeks. They're, I, I... Exactly how good they are. And there might not be a need. You're right about that. But as uh, our Zach Wolchuk showed us in the first segment, it's a lot of fun. And it is. So I much it. fun, man. I did it, Tim. I, I After last night, I'm looking at the Western Conference. It's so wide open. I, I do have a lot of respect for Jokic and the Nuggets. But, the but depth, not enough. But the depth that this team has. I mean, when Dante Exum comes back, it's like, who's he taking minutes away from right now? I mean, the, the center position. A lot of their weaknesses that we were complaining about and you've written about when it comes to defense and rebounding, you've got Luka locked in defensively, and he's talking about that post game. And you mentioned it with Kyrie and Luka in a seven-game series. I mean, you look at the West. I don't know that there's a team that necessarily they can't beat. I think that's fair. I, I think that there are teams that I would not favor them against, but I think that the ceiling is is rapidly approaching, you know, there's no team they don't have a chance against. I think the biggest thing for me watching last night is just they have versatility. Even two years ago, they went to the conference finals. 
They went to the conference finals with one recipe, with one game plan, with a exact set of players. You you guys remember, you know, they were they were trying to get some competent minutes out of Josh Green, who had, you know, certainly has developed so much, uh, you know, in the two years since he was uh, pretty much benched uh, down the stretch of of that postseason run. Um, yeah, and, and they ran uh, Reggie Bullock and, and Dorian Finney-Smith into the ground. Um, you know, they they got everything they could out of Luka. This time, they can play small ball. They can play five out with Maxi uh, for most of the fourth quarter. That's the option they chose at center. But they can also play big ball. You know, they they, they can put their this new center, center duo and, and, you know, what if Derek Lively is still a 20-year-old and it doesn't quite make sense? Um, you know, they've, they've got a bet behind him. They've got other options. They can play real small ball. You can play P.J. Washington at the five. That's what good teams do in the postseason. They have a lot of options. They have a lot of types and styles that they can play. And a good coach will rotate through and find which, you know, dynamic is going to work against a specific matchup. And I think for the first time uh, in the Luka era, Dallas finally has that, and that is so important. Talking Mavs with Tim Cato of The Athletic here in the G-Bag Nation. Outside of health, Tim, what would you say is your biggest still remaining question or two about this team? Um, Health, yes, obviously, um, especially for Kyrie. I think a lot of this breaks down with Kyrie, but you said not health. I am very curious to see what Derek Lively looks like in the postseason. Um he has been so important to the team and he will be so important to the team's future. He is also a non-shooting big man. And I want to see if they can switch with him. I want to see if he can keep up a little bit with, uh, you know, wings and, you know, even to an extent guards. I I, want to see, you know, whether he can bully teams that, you know, let's say there's another team that's going to go small and you look around the West, there are a lot of slow footed centers, you know, last night it was, um, uh, I'm totally Nurkic. blanking the guy um, Nurkic. Thank you, Nurkic. But there's also Valanciunas. There's there's right. Zubac. Um, there's a lot of centers that Luca is so good. He is going to hunt those guys relentless. Even like, go bare like every possession. Yeah, yeah, and yes, we saw that. We saw that a couple years ago. You know, and, and so at some point, some of these teams are just going to take these centers off, play small. Sometimes Dallas should go out and try to match them. Uh, sometimes I want to see if a center like Lively can overpower them, if, if he can stay on the floor and, and then give them a size advantage that they haven't really had in this era. And yes, we're kind of assuming right now they're going to make the playoffs. I would be shocked if they didn't. You know, it's not set in stone. I, I would be very, you know, I expect this team to be out of the play-in. Um, I expect that the seven-game run that they're on is a true uh, indicator of, of how good they are and that it's finally coming together that all the health and, and all the injuries, all that stuff, you know, knock on wood has melted away and, and we can just talk about what this team actually is on the court. I think that's all fair. Um, but yes, I just wanted to say that as I as I start, as I zoom forward with over a month left in the season, uh, really two months, month and a half. Um, yeah, we're not there yet, but, but it, this is what the team is also starting to think about uh, cautiously, not losing focus on what's ahead. But but these are these are things that that I think the team is also at least starting to play around with in a more serious way than they were before this run and uh, before the All Star break. It's Tim Cato here from the Athletic talking Mavs. How how great of a fit on both ends has PJ Washington been? He's been very good. Um, he's just he's big, you know. And and there are times where his defensive instincts aren't quite 
Um, you know, they're not elite. You know, this isn't going to be an all defense guy, but he is so versatile and he fits so well into the system. Um, Dallas is really trying to, uh, you know, bring back heavy rotations. Um, you know, they've had these principal principles called Xing out to the corner. It's where people swap. No need to get into it on the radio waves. Um, you know, last night they were they're doing even more aggressive, um, you know, kind of shading help over. You saw Luca just guard KD sometimes. And the reason that they trust Luca to do that, even though he has been better defensively, is that they're going to shade help over. They're going to force the ball out of his hands and they believe that they can get back to, you know, all the shooters that they need to. And PJ Washington is a really good fit for that. You know, he is not a, you know, we saw him play against Wimbenyama. Like he, he was assigned there. He did well. I think for the most part where his value is going to come defensively for this team is as a help side guy. You know, he's a, he's a pretty good shot blocker. He's really athletic. He can cover ground and that's fantastic on the offensive end. Um, you know, it'd be great with a, you know, to see a few more spot up threes out of him, but it's just nice to have a guy who can dribble, who can attack a closeout. And, you know, if you think back, you know, again, making the comparison to that team that went to the conference finals two years ago, it was great what Reggie Bullock and, and Finney Smith could do, but they were, they were shooters, you know, they're spot up shooters. There's not a lot of pump fake and, and drive to the rim um, or pump fake drive and then kick it again and keep the, keep the offense uh, humming and uh, worrying. And that is what he can do. That's what a lot of the players on this team can do. And, and that's a that's a really important addition in the modern NBA for an offense like this. They get like 29 points off turnovers last night. And, you know, one of the things this team can do differently from the team a couple of years ago is, I think, make decisions and plays at, at, at speed, at transition, without turning it over so much. I just wouldn't have trusted the skill level of the team a couple of years ago. Can they use that as can, – can they, like – get into teams defensively and get in transition as part of their plan of how they're going to win games? Or was that just a function of how last night went with maybe Phoenix being a little bit careless with the ball? Oh, no, this is, this has been an emphasis since training camp. And and I think the trades, especially PJ just kind of amplifies that, you know, this is a team that was one of the slowest paced team. And that came with one of the best turnover rates in the league. Um, you know, they barely ever turned the ball over, but usually those things are connected. Uh, usually, you know, the team that isn't, you know, aggressively trying to throw it ahead, throwing those risky passes over the top. Um, usually that's the team that, um, you know, also doesn't turn it over this season. Dallas still isn't turning it over, but they've picked up their pace into the top 10. It is so impressive. It is, it is such an indictment, um, not an indictment. That's a negative connotation. It is such, a, you know, it means so much that Luca you know, it just says so much about him that, yeah, he's going to have his like five or seven turnover game every once in a while, but he puts the ball where it needs to be. And that is so impressive. You know, Kyrie has been a huge part of the pace increase. Um, I, I think he's been, you know, more of a driving force about that. But Luca has also bought in every time he gets a rebound. You know, you see him both hands on the ball, you know, at his chest. He's looking instantly every time for that kick ahead for that that throw over the top. And he's more than happy to let somebody else dribble it up or just kick it ahead. And, and if it's not there, they reset and then he gets the ball. And, and that has been a, a really important addition to this team. And it allows them to play more defensive minded players if they're getting, you know, the more efficient, you know, easy layups and transition that helps their offense. And so you can take away a little bit from the offense and, and, and really focus on the defense because, you know, you're going to make up that efficiency through transition, something they haven't done in the past. 
I, I love what you're talking there about Luca, and and I'm curious because he has been very outspoken about defense. It seems like after all of these games, I mean, he's going out of his way to mention the defensive effort. Is that what it is? I mean, what stood out to you about his game defensively this year, which we've been crying about since he's entered the NBA? Is it as simple as just the want to, the desire? I, I think that um, so so when players come to the post game press conference, there's there's a stat sheet. You know, sitting right there in front of them. Most players take a look at it. Luca this season, frequently, he looks for his steals and his blocks. That's not the best measure. I, I think for Luca, it's a pretty good measure of his defensive buy-in. You know, steals and blocks are not. You know, that's not all that defense is. In fact, you could argue, uh, you know, everything else that isn't recorded is is much more important. But but I think for Luca, he's he's been able to be a decent defender. I I remember back in the bubble, which prior to the season was the best Luca I had ever seen both sides of the court. You know, he was getting after it, but in the bubble, that was also the best shape Luca has also, uh, you know, has ever been in. And this season he legitimately has, has upped his conditioning. And, and you got to remember, you know, this was a guy who was always in shape. We're, we're because of the load, uh, because of the minutes and, and, and the wear and tear and everything that he does on the court, we're, you know, Dallas has been asking him to be like the 99th percentile of conditioning or at least the 95th, you know, bring that up from like the 60th percentile. He's, he's more in shape than a lot of guys in the league, even when he was out of shape. But because of what he does, he has to be right up there at the top. And this season, pretty much the entire time he's done that. And I think that is what has translated to his defensive effort, because I've seen it a little bit before. I've seen it in the past. It just went away as as his body let him down a little bit and you know, just the sheer amount of, of focus he had on the offensive end just didn't allow him to do that. So it's that, uh, you know, it's Kyrie taking, you know, a few possessions away from him. Um, and and it's just been something that, yes, he absolutely cares about it. He knows how important it is. He's doing it for the team, but he's also taking personal pride in it. And uh, yeah, he's been average to above average uh, a lot recently. How would you evaluate uh, Jason Kidd this year? What, what are some of your kid takeaways? A little bit tricky with all the injuries. Um, I think the past two seasons, and we'll see how it plays out. A lot of my evaluation is going to come down the stretch as he figures out this, this, uh, you know, these permutations that he now has available to him. Um, but we thought, you know, we all saw what Jason Kidd did his first year, and we were all impressed. We all saw last season, and we thought that at best he was not adding value to the team, and and probably was was hurting it. I think that he is a coach that when he has the players he wants, he is able to coach them to that level. I think that's what I've seen from him. He doesn't adapt well when the roster isn't what he what uh, isn't what uh, he's looking for. And but but when he has you know the guys that he wants, typically I, I've seen good things. And so that's what I want to see. You know, like we said earlier in the segment, you know, two years ago. He didn't really have a choice of, of who he was going to play. The, the, the rotation was pretty set. This year is more of a challenge. And, and, and I think that for Dallas to really overachieve or, you know, just, just be someone who can win a couple rounds, he's going to have to find those right combinations. But they're there. They're available. And so that's what I want to see from Jason Kidd. And I think this stretch in the postseason will say a lot about how I kind of analyze what his season has been this year. Can things get even better for this team when when Exum hopefully returns? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, you know, thirty minutes to Tim Hardaway is something that you can you can bring the dial down a little bit on that. 
I, I still think that when Luca and Kyrie are on the court, that Exum makes a little bit more sense as this connector, as this uh, 94 feet defender than Josh Green. And I think Josh Green has been excellent this year. It is incredible to look back at who he was as a rookie and to see who he is now as an offensive player, someone who confidently shoots, you know, above the break three, someone who, you know, has really morphed and, and melded into these, you know, ball dominant lineups when he's playing with Luke and Kyrie, something he has struggled with a lot in the past. But I think Exum might be a bit better at that. And so there's room for both of them. And there's room again, just to move the sliders up and down, depending on the matchup. And that's what good teams do. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him. And also, I just like watching him. He's a he's a, he's a really fun player to watch. He shoots layups in a funny way, you know, types of layups that I don't see that often. Um, so I, I've really enjoyed the the Dante Exum experience. And if he can get back to where he was in December, there's there's definitely absolutely a big role for him in this rotation. A lot of big playoff matchups here in the next two weeks. What do you need to see, or 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 what would it take wins losses to maybe make you buy in a little bit more here? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the obvious answer: keep winning. I, I want to see them competitive against a team like Boston, who they play next Friday. I want to see them go up against a team like that, and I don't, you know, it, it's more about how they play than the result. They could lose by twelve. But but if if this is a team that's pushing them and, you know, if Dallas can push them, if Dallas, you know, maybe they just don't have a three point night go their way, um, you know, that is going to be baked into what this team does. But but that's OK. And, you know, and, and even the three point variance, once you get to the playoffs, you, you see that normalizing over a seven game series. You're not as worried about it. You know, they can lose a game where shots just don't fall. But I want to see the the defense, uh, you know, I, I want to see that continue i want to see the offense uh find other ways to score that isn't just the three-pointers not be so tied hand in hand to oh did they make 18 threes they won did they make 12 threes they lost Hmm. i think that to me is the biggest thing that they could prove to me over the next few weeks and then you know just the seating man you know it's going to be it's going to be tight uh this is a really 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 difficult conference so i just want to keep seeing uh, you know exactly how that develops Love your coverage, man. Always appreciate when we can get you on the show to talk some Mavs. Enjoy this home stretch, and, and we'll be looking to catch up with you here as the spring continues. Absolutely. Writing about Lucas trick shots next week. Should be out Monday. Oh, it's cool. Fun one. Man, that'll be a lot yeah. of fun. There he goes. Tim Cato Thanks, in Tim. the athletic. You want to read all of his stuff and follow him. Oh, okay. The Rangers and Royals game has gotten pretty eventful as you have depth minor leaguers in there now, but the Rangers still leading 5-4. The greatest spring training in the history of the team is officially on. Sands is going to join you coming up at 6 o'clock. We do have a round tripper coming up at 440. We'll recap everything that we know, but uh, uh, well, Chuck, where are we going with this top 10, buddy? Yeah, I've got the top 10 best TV shows about sports as we've got Drive to Survive, the new season coming out today, and another show that's in the works. That's next in the thing. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.